0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Oh! A Podcast, the podcast about playing games and making games. Brought to you by o Rock Studios. I'm Paul and the head boy of o Rock, And I'm
1: Michael Gray. Apparently I'm the head writer of o Rock. I did some writing, I think.
0: Maybe. I think some writing happened. Yeah. How we doing this month, Michael? Uh, okay. Let's see. I, I mean, um... Why do I feel like we start off every podcast with a Ugh.
1: Well, yeah, We're not sure what's happening here It's a <laughs> podcast, yay Yeah, about playing games and making games Like, I'm supposed to remember what happened a month ago I, I mean, it's not just a podcast, it's anything when, you know, somebody yeah. asks Hey, what happened this past month? Um, I don't know, there's a holiday, I guess
0: it happens a lot. I, I talk with my mom on the phone about once a week and, and she often asks, you do anything fun this week? And I'm like, I don't know. Did I? <laughs> and, and I mean, <laughs> the answer is usually no. <laughs> For some reason, I don't think she cares that much about my Dungeons and Dragons exploits. Uh, but. Oh, uh, I want, I want to go see cats. That's right. Yes. Now we need to
1: sneak us cat's, uh, reference into cat president just stick that line a cat is not a dog somewhere in the rover storyline and we're good
0: well we have that um i think it's the second one we have that uh that fake like snl with the weird looking cat person right that that's a, kind of a cat's thing that exactly
1: <laughs> what i thought of yeah. too yeah <laughs> i don't know that's that's like in their finale song that's one of the lines that's it's a cat it's not a dog and that got some laughs out of the oh, audience, yes. just a bunch of people dressed like cats, singing that cats are not dogs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that does that is very appropriate to the rover pathway in the first game. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Although I guess in that case it would be dogs are not cats. I guess. It, <laughs> I don't know. So the,
1: everybody in the audience, like a third of the people were dressed in like cat yeah. costumes. But it okay. was really half of them were like, "Okay, I've got a cat on my shirt, or I've got cat ears on." That counts as mm-hmm. cat cosplay, and I had no idea yeah. that was was a thing.
0: What did you uh, What did you dress as?
1: I had a Mickey Mouse shirt.
0: <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> oh no, you just painted a target on yourself. Man. I know the cats <laughs> probably were getting hungry. Yeah, I gotta watch out during intermission. <laughs> Well, did uh, did you enjoy the performance? It
1: was weird, but it was fun, too. So, I, I liked it. <laughs> it was fine. It's it's sort of, I guess, the same thing I had to say with Hamilton was, it's like, I'm, I'm still not a huge fan of the Broadway musicals where there is absolutely no dialogue. Everything is singing.
0: Mm, it's okay. like,
1: I- I've got to have the characters talk to each other at some point. Maybe that's just me.
0: Yeah, well, I think sometimes it can be kind of at least maybe this is just for me, but it it can be a little difficult to parse what people are saying when they're singing as opposed to speaking. I think for me at least that can that can sometimes make it difficult to follow the story if I don't already know the story, which I usually don't when I'm seeing a musical for the first time.
1: It's interesting because um, in sixth grade we had to read one of the T.S. Eliot poems about cats, the the Rummy Tum Tugger. And so he's a character in Cats, and he just sings the poem, the entire thing. There's, like, no deviation Ah. whatsoever. And so I think that's the case with, like, half of the cats, or even more, is it's just they're singing the poems. Because from the way I understand it, it was just a collection of silly poems about different cats, like, oh, here's the cat that's very contrary, and here's a funny poem about the cat that eats a lot. And here's a funny poem about the cats that are always breaking stuff. And that that feels like they just copy-pasted those um, poems, and they're the songs now. All the cats Excellent. sing about themselves. I mean, a,
0: that sounds like a great way to reduce the amount of writing you have to do. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so for our next game, we should just find a book of poems that's in the public domain and, and have the characters reciting them like some sort of uh, slam poetry dating sim, but we don't actually have to write the poems because we just find them online somewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, kind of
0: the, that, <laughs> that's kind of what Cats is. <laughs> that's kind of
1: what Cats is. Is just Everybody sings a five-minute song explaining who they are. <laughs> and that's, that's... How were
0: the, uh, the costumes of the performers? Were oh, they, I was way too far the... away to see them,
1: but they were very oh, elaborate, you were? <laughs> I'm sure.
0: Oh, okay. Was this like an official like Broadway touring production of cats? Yes, yes it was. Oh that's so fancy. Wow. Cat fancy, as it were. Very <laughs> cat cool. Cat fancy,
1: yes. <laughs> so sorry. They used the cat call pun in cats as well. Oh. That got another laugh oh. out of the audience. <laughs> like, oh man, I was not being original when I made that up for uh, cat president.
0: We we'll have to find we'll have to figure out how to get the rights to uh to cats the musical cat's the musical the dating sim
1: it's um oh it's on the edge I think I'll have to see is there no the poems. Andrew Weber's
0: like from like the eighties oh the poems
1: and like i said the the uh songs are literally just the poems yeah. word for word. <laughs>
0: Well, it's like Phantom of the Opera, right? Uh, The original Phantom of the Opera story is in public domain, so anyone can do whatever they want with that. They just can't take any of the songs, or Mm -hmm. I guess if there's any characters or dialogue specific to the musical, they can't use that. But you can just make your own Phantom of the Opera whenever you want. Yeah, that's why there's like Phantom of the Opera video games, I I imagine. Yeah, yeah, there is. I I played one for Game Call on the YouTube channel forever ago. There's like a point-and-click adventure game. Based on Phantom of the Opera. So let's see.
1: Um, uh, the book is 1939. That's at least 10 years before it yeah. becomes uh, public domain, right?
0: Uh, Phantom of the Opera book? I thought it was in public domain
1: already. Oh, no, I'm saying the cat book is 1939. Oh, the cat
0: book. I'm sorry. Phantom of the
1: Opera is early
0: 19... I mean,
1: that's 1800s.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess this is actually on my mind lately, because I was just looking up uh, The Lord of the Rings. Because, I mean... That and the Hobbit—they're pretty old, right? I—I I, I wonder if they are uh, at all careening toward the public domain. I thought I, I they were if, like fifties, though. I totally thought. Oh, that I thought was. they were. I thought they were thirties. Let's see. I think. I think there's like a big gap between the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. So maybe, yeah. See, the Hobbit is nineteen thirty-seven. Okay. Yeah. All right. I have read the Hobbit. That was okay. Lord of the Rings is fifty-four. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. you, We were both right. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. um, I don't know if you saw uh in the last few months, um, Winnie the Pooh entered the public domain again, not like the Disney-fied version of it. So <laughs> he, he like the fact that he wears a red shirt is owned by Disney, but the original characters and, and I guess the original design and everything is all in the public domain. And that had me thinking like, man, we should have been ready to go with a Winnie the Pooh game like that day. Because there was like, uh, yeah, because there's like a movie.
1: There's movie. a horror movie that coming on out. on it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh slasher. I wonder what the laws are for stuff like that. Like, are you... Is there, like, a law that says you can't even start working on it until it's in the public domain? Because that's what I'm saying. Like, if we know something's coming in the public domain within the next five years, maybe it would make sense to, to start working on it and then get it ready to go.
1: Thought I... Yeah, I have this in my games to make folder, actually, is mm. uh, the... I saved the website of stuff that's coming into public domain. Oh, perfect. Um, in this particular year.
0: Um, I'm looking at, uh, a version of this from the AmericanWritersMuseum.org. See if there's anything that jumps out at me. This is all stuff that's entering, uh, in 2022, so this year.
1: Oh, okay. You're looking up. Yeah. Oh gosh, you're right. It's 2022, not 2021. It is. I'm so.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Michael. Oh, oh no. Michael, what were you just saying about not being, not knowing time anymore? Yeah. Time does not exist. Uh, the Sun Also Rises by Ernest Hemingway. That's, I don't know anything about that. But I remember a, a hating that.
1: Um, yeah. Sorry. We had uh, to read it. So what hap- it, it was like junior year of high school, and um, my teacher is insisting several things were in the book, which, like, I read the book. That's not in there. Um, <laughs> I guess it's like implied in the subtext, and I just did not pick it up. Yeah, I remember seeing this list that the Sun Also Rises, Murder of Roger Ackroyd is the really famous Agatha Christie one with the big plot twist.
0: Oh, okay.
1: But because they've, because they like copy, her publishers did a copyright strike on my channel when I played Murder on the Orient Express, right? Video number 22 or whatever of that walkthrough. They just slammed it, and it was by like Random House Publishing or whatever. Okay. So it's like, I don't want to touch any of these Agatha Christie books, because they could just play the the Sherlock Holmes hmm. excuse. It's like, well, there are some Sherlock Holmes stories that we yeah. own, therefore you can't write any Sherlock Holmes stories. Whereas The Murder of Roger Ackroyd, I'm sure... Yeah, it's got that... It's got her Do famous detective, that that Poirot.
0: And... Um, I think I, I, I have read that one. They'll
1: definitely have that yeah. character for like the next 30 years. Um, I already know the big plot twist at the end, I'm pretty sure, because there's only like three super huge big plot twists you can do, and this is always <laughs> listed in her like top three books. <laughs> I don't know, that's that's not very nice to put it that way, but, like, okay, she's gotta have Ooh, a book good night, where- Good
0: Goodnight Moon coming up next year, now we're talking.
1: Yeah, next year's the last two Sherlock Holmes stories, finally. Good. <laughs> Because those are the two that they've been holding on forever to say they own all Sherlock Holmes things ever. Anyway. W-
0: yeah, What were we talking about? Video games? You're
1: saying if there's anything cool coming up in the public domain that we yeah, need to, to release it. Yeah, no, I didn't see anything. I
0: think the play is we need to go back in time and tell ourselves to work on a Winnie the Pooh game. <laughs> <laughs> I That would have been so rad to have that ready to launch on the day it entered public domain. Yeah, I've Anyway, I vaguely thought about that, but did not, so... Especially if we had, like, been working on it in secret, and nobody knew it was coming, and all of a sudden, you can date Pooh. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Every think... little child's dream. I'm pretty sure that's not... What? Oh. Aw. No? Really? <laughs> Get yourself some money. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No.
1: No. Does, does does everything have to be a dating sim? I think so. <laughs> no, I guess, I guess it doesn't. Like, I've read the original Pooh book, and it's not... <laughs> I don't think there's much dating at all in that one.
0: There's not, not a lot of romance? I mean, uh, uh, Kanga has a child, so there was probably some romance at some point, right? I, I guess, but I mean, the, the mm. child is already
1: born by the time she's introduced to the book, right?
0: That's true. Where's Where's Mr. Kanga?
1: I actually don't know where he is, and I believe Tigger yeah. is not in that original Winnie the Pooh book, too.
0: No, what? Oh, come on! He was
1: introduced later, and so they can't use him in the oh, Winnie the Pooh so we, uh, dating yeah. sims. so that's why we didn't okay. do... Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, we're, we're
0: waiting for Tigger to enter the public domain. <laughs> and then, well... <laughs> I feel like there's some people who would never forgive us if we made a game about kissing Winnie the Pooh. I I suppose... Yeah, it was two
1: years later. He was in the, the sequel. Two years later is uh, when <laughs> Tigger was introduced to the Winnie the Pooh universe.
0: Oh. Alright, alright. Well, no, that's perfect. So we got time. We start it right now. We'll be ready in two years. Perfect. That'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just read Jane Eyre. That's probably public domain, right?
1: Oh, it is, yeah. yeah. 1847.
0: 47, definitely. yeah. Now we're talking. I did, I've never read this book.
1: It, I, I did not like it.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Give it like a 3 or 4 out of 10. Can we just do like a public domain like game that goes through like 4 or 5 of these stories that everyone had to read for school and nobody likes them and we just kind of lampoon them? <laughs> Just kind of get out our, our aggression on on these old books that are presented as classics, but are not particularly enjoyable to read.
1: It's... Oh, no, you'll you'll never watch my review for Jane Eyre. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, apparently, it's like Pride and Prejudice, where it was just written as a trilogy in three parts. And, like, part two's decent, and then the rest of the book is just kind of garbage. <laughs>
0: oh, Okay.
1: Part 3 just feels like a totally different book. Like, she literally just does the modern-day equivalent of, she grabs a taxi and says, take me anywhere as long as it's super far away from here. And it takes her two days away to a random town, and then she just stays there for another 150 pages. (laughs) Gets a job as a school teacher, like has no contact with any of the characters she had anything to do with, with the rest of the book. And, And then... At the end, she learns that um, now she can marry the guy that she fell in love with in part two. So she goes back and marries him. The end.
0: <laughs> See, we could do something with that, maybe. Oh man, I'm, I'm now. I'm looking up list of <laughs> books you have to read for school. Nineteen eighty four not public domain yet, unfortunately. Uh, not Lord of the Flies either. Dang, that's to kill a mockingbird. No, because that that person like just passed away. I think.
1: To Kill a Mockingbird's an actually good one though. <laughs>
0: so, oh, I <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like when I was in school, I just by default didn't like whatever book we had to read because I was reading it for school. Like I read plenty on my own and enjoyed it. I just didn't like whatever we had to read for class.
1: I also recall To Kill a Mockingbird uh, it's like there's there's two li- gosh, maybe it's like Jane Eyre where it's got like three three different parts, and then part two is the one that everybody skips. It's like not in the movie at all. The movie makes one reference towards part two, and and that's it. A character from part two just shouts at the, the main little girl as she's walking down the street. It's like where if you've read the book, it's like, oh, that's the character she spends 70 pages with. <laughs> the same thing with Jane Eyre. Like, she's 10 years old, and it's a hundred pages of her when she's ten years old. <laughs> at, at the start of chapter ten, the the author makes a comment. It's like, oh, hey, it's chapter ten, and I'm still ten years old. Um, gee, maybe I should read things along.
0: <laughs> See, that's something you put in the in the game. <laughs> there we go.
1: And then the, just uh. fast forward to when she's uh, an adult, and then she gets a job as a governess, but. No, it's a love story and the guy she falls in love with is just kind of terrible. And so So
0: what have you been working on this month, Michael?
1: I've been working on the the mom's game, I suppose. Yes. I've been working on like everything, but definitely the mom's game. <laughs> I believe what I did was I went through the stuff or you sent yes. me a version of the files and I went through them and then I sent them back to you. And now you're actually going through the files, like, with a, um...
0: Whatever the phrase is. fine tooth, A fine-toothed red pen, I believe. That's great.
1: Isn't it a comb, though?
0: <laughs> it is a comb, yeah. With a magnifying. But, I glass. mean, you don't really comb... You don't comb words. Hmm. But, yes. So, I'm, uh... I'm on my set of revisions now. I finished the intro and a big chunk of the first pathway. I'm on page... 55... <laughs>
1: And the, the numbers are deceptive in the first pathway, because it's weird that way. <laughs> what does that mean? But I, I assure you that it should be the same length as the other pathways, even though it's got, like, 12 extra pages. I just programmed stuff wrong.
0: Yeah, okay, that's fair.
1: You probably got to the section where I, I, I put in, like, in my... uh hashtagged out things i'm like okay yeah i realized after doing this this programming takes forever and balloons (laughs) it and there's like there's really not enough payoff to be worth it
0: yeah that's right the part where you're looking at the the uh the different uh books that your character could be writing in this pathway Mm -hmm. (laughs) i did see your note about that
1: yeah so that's good. Uh, I thought the intro was very easy for you to correct because I mm-hmm. <laughs> I got the wrong version of it, and so I just sent you a version <laughs> where the only change was the uh, the names, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So I think I think the naming will be really interesting this time because um, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think we've done a dating sim yet where you can name the characters that you'll be dating. So that's that's kind of interesting and different. I don't I don't know what that means for the sort of dynamic people will have playing the game, like. Like, what if you name all the characters after your crushes, for example? I named her after my mom, and now
1: I'm falling in love (laughs) with her. Oh, no! (laughs) No! Even better!
0: Yes, we won't say anywhere that this is a dating sim. (laughs) That will be a surprise, yes. That actually messes me up a lot. Um, When I'm playing, like, RPGs and stuff where you can name the characters, because I oftentimes just name the main character Paul, and then... If there's like a, like the first female character I find, I name them Lizzo after my wife, and then (laughs) sometimes those aren't the two characters that get together. Sometimes nobody gets together. Sometimes one of them gets together with someone else. I should really stop doing that. In the one I played most recently, I named um, one of the characters after my best friend, uh, and then uh, that character died within the first hour.
1: (laughs) Wow just killed your best so that, friend. That didn't
0: go great. That didn't go great. No.
1: I also wrote one pathway of the I guess Goosebumps Babysitter's Club game. Yeah. So I wrote the the Marianne pathway is now written and it's extremely weird
0: but I like it anyway. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see how it works. I, I keep trying to come up with like a, a portmanteau for the Goosebumps Babysitter's Club game and all I can come up with is Baby Bump. <laughs> no. I don't think I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it. <laughs> Baby bumps. Oh no! We need to come up with a name. The Goose. The Goose Club.
1: <laughs> I also yeah an actual
0: name. Yeah, an
1: actual name. Besides, because um, I don't think they can call their group
0: the Babysitters Club. Oh, they definitely can. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: so with that game. Everybody, you get to name the various babysitters Mm. because we we couldn't just call them like Marianne Mm. and Mallory. And, um, you know, Christy and Marianne, and they're having a fight Mm. on the internet because one of them unfriended the other.
0: (laughs) I have noticed that I I seem to see the same names pop up a lot as placeholder names. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's why we're, that's why the names are different in uh, the mom's game is because I just stole yeah. my placeholder names from a totally different book series. It's great.
0: <laughs> I believe my my the uh, the main character's placeholder name is Paul at the moment. Oh yeah, no, it's
1: Paul and Michelle uh, is the name of the Michelle, the, the, yeah. the the main character and the main character's sister. Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: <laughs> those are the placeholder Very names. Good.
1: Maybe I should get rid of the placeholder names at some point I don't know
0: yeah uh, I, th- I think it's on the uh the big to-do list we've we've got going on is to uh is to brainstorm names at some point
1: oh yeah yeah uh, finalize we'll character names mom names um should we let the player name the moms we can cross that off of our to-do list
0: oh yeah we can cross that off oh cool yeah this is on our Google files to-do list
1: could think of anything any new titles for the game? I think we've been struggling. I, don't, I just don't know if Cotton Mom Romance makes sense to anyone, yeah. but that's the
0: placeholder name I've been using. Right. So, I will say, I didn't I didn't know the reference until you spelled it out in one of the pathways, and then I googled it, and I'm like, oh, it's a song! "Cotton Bad Romance. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. But I'm also extremely not cool.
1: Yeah, but now Um, it's an old song, and so it's not as cool to reference anymore, I think.
0: Are there any cool new songs? Again, are there any cool new songs coming out, like, next year? About moms? That we can reference? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I wrote down... I did write down one name. (laughs) You're not gonna like it, though. Oh man. Yeah, two thousand nine is when that
1: this was a reference to a two thousand nine oh. song, so that's not good.
0: Oh, bad. okay. So all the all the zoomers playing our game they'd be like, This is what my grandpa listens to. Oh man. Yeah. But no, so I wrote down one I brainstormed one name idea, uh, and it was Mommy May I <laughs> but no. this, is, this is nothing.
1: No, no, no. <laughs>
0: I know exactly. I put Magic um, Mom Mystique. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to. Or go. I
0: had. I had. Uh, mommy, may I subtitle? Not a pornographic game. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Is that any better? <laughs> no, no. Phrases with the word mommy. <laughs> this should. This should be helpful. Okay. Um. Here are some phrases that use the word mommy or mother. Uh. Oh. <laughs> okay, uh... Alright, we're gonna... Oh my god. Is there anything with this phrase? Do you kiss your mother with that mouth? Don't. <laughs> <No>, stop. <laughs> this... I will kiss your oh, mother with oh my god. mouth. Oh god, what? No. no. <laughs> a face only a mother could love. Only a mother could uh, love. Sw- hmm, maybe... Maybe? <laughs> Ooh, only a mother could love. That's interesting. Yeah. Also, like, something with
1: the phrase mom or romance. I looked it up. Um... Yeah. Apparently, or or the, I mean, the mother's love is it, a phrase too. Yeah. Uh, apparently, what they call those particular like mom-themed romances, um, Harlequin has one called Nine Months After, and then the other one is um, the other publisher calls it like single parent romances. They don't specifically call it mom mm. romances. So the term mom romance is something that's not actually
0: used. Uh, if That makes right. sense. I think I started tweaking that phrase in a few spots just because we say it a lot, and I'm not sure, like, people will know what it means. I mean, I guess they'll know what it means, but I think we use it to the point where it makes it sound like it's, like, a phrase, mm-hmm. but I, I wasn't sure if it was a phrase. Uh, let's see. Mother Knows Best. Mother. Oh, Mother that... <laughs> That's pretty good, but I don't think that's this game either. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh no! <laughs> <I don't laughs> Sorry about how uncomfortable I'm making you, but how about this one? Mother tongue. <laughs> no, stop
1: this! I don't like it at all. Oh,
0: I guess you're not gonna like the phrase "yummy mummy" either. Then <laughs> I don't think
1: this is. Oh,
0: is this helping? Mm. This isn't helping. It is embarrassing, Michael. Though mm, this is romance.
1: Ugh. I know, like, in, in the game, there's a reference to, like, romancing the stone. And I was like, that's a movie mm. about a romance novelist. But I'm like, I don't. It, it's not obvious from the title mm, of the movie. Good.
0: So. Huh. I see what you're going for there, yeah. But I
1: was going to say, like, if. I mean, one of the big themes of the game is writing a romance novel. Yeah,
0: Maybe you can okay. Lean on okay, that focus angle. more on
1: that. But it's like, I can't think of any phrases for that
0: <laughs> either. Phrases for writing. Uh, Oh, this is is useful phrases for writing essays. That doesn't help. Oh, that's
1: good. It's like
0: Mommy's Book Club.
1: (sighs) That sounds... What is that? That's nothing. I don't know. Mom Book Club. Oh, my goodness.
0: Eh, I'm not sure. I don't think I'm finding anything good right now. The Mom and Our Stars.
1: (laughs) The the Mom and Our Stars. Just look for a list of famous romance novels. Yeah, is that what you're doing?
0: That is what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to make them moms.
0: Just putting the word "mom" in them.
1: Mom and Prejudice. Uh, I don't know.
0: Me- Mom and Prejudice.
1: <sighs> Mothering when Harry Heights. Met mom. I'm sorry. Mothering Heights is it, it, that Mothering is a great, Heights. great okay play on Mothering <laughs> Heights. I'm sorry. Okay. Does that have anything at Mother- all to do with? <laughs> I've never read it. <laughs> Four weddings and a mom. Mom with the wind. Mom with the
0: wind. <laughs> uh, love, mom truly. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Bridget Jones's mom. Um, Her mom is pretty awesome, I guess. <laughs> oh, the notebook. How about the mom book? The mom book. That actually works. That kind of describes yeah. the the Wait, game a lot. That's that does. That's actually fits a lot of it. All right, I'm gonna write that one down. Titanic. I have heard of the notebook, Mom-tanic. yes. Mom in Seattle.
1: <laughs> Why did mom go to Seattle?
0: <laughs> but dirty dancing, just. No, I'm not gonna finish that one. Oh, uh, what else we got? <laughs> oh, no. To all the moms I've loved before. Having too much yeah. fun over here. Uh, nodding mom. Uh, call me by your mom. I was going
1: to say how I met your mother.
0: That, that's just a dumb Oh, one. there you go. Yeah. yeah. How about mom I met your mother? <laughs> yeah. It's not... Breakfast of moms. Okay. I think the mom book is, is worth sticking a pin in. <laughs>
1: Actually, probably is. I've never read the notebook. It's a
0: movie, Neither right? Neither have I. Wow! Yeah, I kind of like the mom book. Hmm. Anything else on the to-do list we should talk about while we're here?
1: Oh yeah, we've got a long to-do list. Um. So one of the things we yeah, did I'm, was I,
0: well, I made it extra long by making a special, spe- a different bullet point for every single background we need to replace. I don't know why I thought that I needed to do that. Here's a question. I know in like in the
1: Augusta pathway. For whatever reason Seth just having two decisions, I mean two conversation mm-hmm. options, I put 3. I don't know why I did that. De- did that mm-hmm. there. It's like is, is it uh, weird that um her pathway has like three options every time you get to decide what to do next, but none of the others do?
0: I didn't notice it. Oh, well, that's good. So it's probably fine. Let's see. That's pathway number 5. That's right. Yeah, I'm looking at the first option. There are two bad options and one good one. Interesting. Is that how it usually is, or are there sometimes two good ones and one bad? I don't know. I forget. I just... Let's see. Oh, one good, two bad. One good, two bad. Okay, so that's something interesting, then, because that will make this pathway uh, theoretically a little more challenging than the other ones, right? Um, I mean, all things equal, you have only a 33% chance to get the right answer instead of a 50%, although... Um, that assumes that people are guessing randomly and not, you know, gravitating toward the correct option. But it does—it does add a, a, a certain level of challenge for—for—for for, for better or worse. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, we probably. Uh, your question on the to-do list is whether we should go back and do that for the other pathways too. And and my instinct is uh, to say no, just because. It seems like unnecessary extra work, but it is interesting that you do it in this one. Oh, and this pet and this choice is a good and a bad and a neutral it looks like. Oh wow. Huh. Oh wait, what's the difference between neutral and bad though? Because I don't think you lose points for bad, you just don't gain them. Yeah,
1: maybe neutral's just a point five a point rather than a full point.
0: Oh yeah, sure.
1: That could be a thing.
0: Oh that would be an interesting way to do it too, if you, if we did three options for other pathways or other games in the future. Have a neutral that's half a point. No, but I actually kind of like the too bad, one good. It, yeah, it makes the game harder. Although, is that something people want? Who can say? They just want to
1: date their moms, Paul. They don't <laughs> want to actually work.
0: <laughs> I do like, and you specified that this is only for uh, the the programmers, but at the end of each pathway, you have an option. Like, do you want to go see the other endings now? And I'm like, oh, yes, I do. Thank you. That's yeah. very helpful. Yeah, because we do that thing in the Cat President games where once you get one ending, you unlock every ending that's below it. So if you get neutral, you get neutral and bad. Or if you get good, you get all three of the endings. I wonder, I don't know, I wonder if we should just be doing that, like, no matter what. Like, you get your ending, but you you just automatically unlock all three endings so you can go check them out anyway. Because, well, I don't know. I mean, do players get something out of restarting the game and picking the other options? Because it doesn't really change a whole lot usually. The ending is the main thing that's different. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I wonder if people would prefer to just be able to go through and check out all the other endings.
1: Yeah, I know on this one, um I tried to make some of the conversations longer, but didn't always work. Mm. So it's not just three lines and then um That's true. The game just reverts back to normal no matter which option you pick.
0: Oh, that's a that's a good point, yeah, you're right. All right. Well, I I I vote that you don't have to go back. I mean, I don't know. Do you want to add extra conversation options to the other pathways? Is that something that interests you? I, I mean, I'll. I guess I should try to think about
1: it next time I go through the the pathways. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe as as you're reading over things, like if you naturally have a thought like, "Oh, this is a this this is a possible second bad way this could go," or "This is a possible neutral choice that could happen here." If it's something that, like, feels natural to you, then sure. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I do remember there are definitely points where it's like, I found two reasonable responses, but then it's like, what could be a third one? Because yeah. they all have to start, I mean, they start in different spots, but they have to end in different, I don't know.
0: They they eventually have to lead to the same spot, yeah.
1: There has to be one line of dialogue that you'll, you'll see no matter what, which it has to yeah. make sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, each each choice, no matter what choice you make, it has to lead into the dialogue that takes you through the rest of the chapter. Um, I guess too, it could, you know, some maybe sometimes there could be the third option could be a good option, a second good option as well, if that's just what makes more sense for the scene.
1: Yeah, I probably yeah, should have done that. Off. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Did you get a chance to check out any of the? puzzles or did you just read the scripts
0: no I'm still just looking at the script okay that's I haven't fine. really touched the game that much except to change the resolution which messed up everything <laughs> it's just destroyed <laughs> I mean it just I just I just checked in your game enough to destroy it
1: checked in now the resolution yeah that probably would destroy <laughs> half the puzzles wouldn't it okay
0: <laughs> well I think I think one of the things on the bullet list is to is to replace the art for the puzzles so it's in HD anyway
1: yeah Okay. We'll get there. There's a couple of puzzles I, weren't, I wasn't so sure about. I think I have hmm. them on the list, but I didn't.
0: Oh, yeah, you have, a, you have a couple notes about whether puzzle X should stay in the game or if, she, if it should get moved to a bonus section.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's already programmed. Might as well at least keep it in a bonus section if we're going to yeah, sure. it.
0: Yeah, sure. That, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Oh, okay, wait. There, I, th- I thought of something while... Um while I was looking over my notes of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so at some point, we're we're probably not really there yet, but at some point we'll have to start casting for this game. Uh, so my question for that is, how are we going to cast Cowboys and Pirates and Aliens? <laughs> how
1: are we going for the Cowboy and Pirates and Aliens <laughs> the... pathway? Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know. I thought the
0: alien would just be heavy mm. makeup. Um mm. So it'll be it'll be something where we put it in the casting call that like we are specifically looking for someone who has or can assemble a cowboy costume, for example, <laughs> puts on a cowboy hat. That's it. <laughs> also, must be very hunky. <laughs> oh. I don't know if we should have that in the. Uh... <laughs> I don't know, man. I read this. I read this pathway. It, it's pretty specific that the cowboy is a hunk. Oh. <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that.
1: Okay, I'll try to find uh, my my hot cowboy friends. Um, Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a fair point. I guess, yeah, we just sort of include stuff like that in the casting call. Like, this is the very specific thing we're looking for. Uh, And then just kind of cross our fingers and hope uh, someone bites. Or, you know, I do my usual go to Fiverr, hire a hot cowboy thing. (laughs) I'm sure
1: Fiverr has plenty of those.
0: Yeah, sexy cowboy. No services found for your search. Wow, oh, shirtless cowboy. He doesn't need to be shirtless. He's just—he's
1: <laughs> more of a villain in that one scene, anyway. Oh, that's a good point. All right, how about
0: just, just cowboy?
1: Just a man in a cowboy hat. Cowboy hat, plaid, plaid shirt. It'll work.
0: All right, alien.
1: I—I I, I don't know about the alien.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess it could just be a person and I make their screen, their skin green in Photoshop, right? Mm hmm. Like, maybe they don't even have to do that much.
1: That actually could probably
0: work. That would be. That would probably be the most straightforward way to do it. I don't know what we would do for, like, an outfit for them. Um,
1: yeah. I was just wondering how we we're going to get any sort of moms, by the way. Yeah! I feel like that. My, I don't know if that was a problem with the Santa's game, or with the Santa's game, the problem was more finding people who could like, have some sort of Santa Claus costume.
0: (laughs) It was was that. It was that part was the problem. (laughs) Oh.
1: There are plenty of people that are totally fine with, yeah, I want to be a romance option in a dating sim. I want strangers (laughs) on the
0: internet to date me. (laughs) I'm actually surprised that more people did not have a problem with that. Although, I guess, to be fair, what, two of the characters were us, and then two of them were stock art, so it was really just two, two outside people we needed to hire for it. That's why everybody uses anime characters in dating sims. Yeah, I mean that's that's always the option too, right? Is is we try to bring in an artist and we offer them rev share. It's just that our games make so little to begin with. I'm I'm worried not I'm worried I'm not so much worried about us making less money as I am about like finding someone who would be willing to work for the amount of money that would be made from this project. Mhm. Anyway, yeah, so that's that that was something I I was thinking about was modeling for some of these characters but i i think we can do it i think i think the moms will be easier than you think it is i think we have um a wide enough range of fans that we should it's it's what five characters we need to we need to find yeah i think we can do it yeah there's five pathways yeah You do raise a good point about whether people would be willing to be dating some characters. I think, actually, um, (laughs) when we were doing the Santa Claus game, my mom posted on, like, my cousin's Facebook wall about it, because she remembered that he dressed as a Santa, and he did not seem willing to do it. (laughs) He was was not excited about uh, random people dating him in a video game, for some reason. That's why we need to have people date cats instead. It's true. Um, let's see, a couple other things on my list of topics, um, so I, I did a little more work on my road trip game this month, um, the, uh, the big excitement with that this month, uh, happened earlier today when I got to do a photo shoot, uh, for a puzzle that, that I'm in the middle of programming, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but I was taking, uh, photos for a puzzle that involved the back of my car, uh, a pile of trash bags, uh, a power drill and a jar of mayonnaise. Okay. And it was messy to both set up and to clean up. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure the lighting was that good. I, I should have picked a better day, but today was the day because I, programming the puzzle was the next thing <laughs> on my list and I am very inflexible. So that was exciting. Um... Uh, in other news, the uh, the Steam Summer Sale is happening right now. As of this recording, it should still be happening when this episode drops. Uh, all of our games are discounted. Uh, so if you haven't been willing to pay the full price for our very cheap games, now you can give us less money for them. That's great. Is that a good? Is that a good pitch? <laughs> I feel like that wasn't a good pitch. If you want to pay full price, you can just go on itch.io. Everything's still full price there, and you can give us more money through the tip button. Yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about this month? Let's see. The only other thing
1: I can think of is, uh... Actually, I believe I sent in the files for
0: Pride and Prejudice and Murder at some point. Okay. Yeah, you said something about it on Twitter, I think, this month.
1: Yeah, so on, on Tuesday, I just sent in, like, the required game assets, along with updated script files that removed all, like, the flags that their content reviewer pointed out. All the content flags were on the parts that I wrote. It's very sad.
0: Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Well. Too much
0: murder, not enough prejudice? Wait.
1: <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I think I used, like, the phrase, like, mad axe murderer. Which was not something I came up with. I just lifted that from Harry Potter. But that Mm. that was a a copyright content. Or no, that was a content flag. So that was easy enough to change, though.
0: Sure. Are you working on, like, did you send in promotional art and stuff like that, too? Is that all squared away?
1: Yes, all the art and the logos and stuff. So now I just need to hope they like the, the graphic art, which was all just ridiculous and hard to do.
0: Was it stuff that like you drew or made in Photoshop or or how did you? It's Photoshop. You
1: I had pictures. Um, so my co-author had sent me like thirty-two. Uh, I guess you would call them cosplay pictures, but they're not really, but they're close mm-hmm. enough to that. And I just just picked some of them and turned them into to artwork for the game. Okay. Like, I I made a logo and put it on various pictures and such. But it's still it's just ridiculous these requirements. We need something that's 460 by 215, and then something by 467 by 181. <laughs> and those, <laughs> you'd think they'd be close enough, cause like one's just barely taller than the other, just seven pixels. But no! No, you can't get no, the same art to look nothing good. Nothing's
0: of the same size, the same resolution, or the same ratio. Have fun.
1: <laughs> they don't, they don't look good at all. Yeah. I think the only one that worked was, um, A 600 by 900 picture. I don't know what that one's needed for, but that was a pretty nice ratio. That's like like like, a common That's like a
0: book, right? Like a rectangle.
1: Yeah. That's like a normal picture. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it the 640 by 960? I don't know. One of those two is just like, oh, man, I don't have to edit this picture. The picture is already (laughs) the exact right. Like... Size. Yeah, that
0: sounds like that sounds like cover cover art size.
1: I just need to like, f- just just shrink it. Yeah, no, that's good. But yeah, we'll we'll see what happens if they
0: accept that or not. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm I'm glad to hear that that's moving along pretty well. It sounds like. Yeah. All right. Should we start wrapping up? You think?
1: Yeah, I I feel like we didn't have anything to talk about this month.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> it might end up being a short one. We'll see.
1: It's just us looking through uh what's public domain and what are romance novel titles that we can rip off for our game uh, and the mom book was definitely the best
0: yeah i feel pretty good about that the mom's book
1: no the mom book actually just by itself
0: yeah cuz right like it it's sort of it's sort of reminiscent of the notebook but it's also like Literally, it's a game about writing a book about a mom, but it's also a game about a mom.
1: Yeah, and not to mention "mom book" is a phrase. Like personalized mom book is, uh, I guess, enough of a phrase that shows up. Really, I don't, really? Know if that I don't makes think sense.
0: Th- oh, it, is that like one of those like books where it like puts. Your kids and your, and the mom's name, like in the book or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: One of those. And those show yeah. up like every Mother's Day. Ads for those show up like every oh, Mother's that's Day fun. once a year. I don't
0: get those ads. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> but uh, I, I have a book like that when I was a little kid. I got one that was like Paul's Adventures with Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, <laughs> something oh, like man. that. <laughs> and it's cool. I think if my parents got it done at like the mall and it has like uh, Rudolph coming to your address, <laughs> and picking up, you know, my name, and have my friends' names, and it's like, and it, Paul and his red hair and green eyes and stuff like that. I was, I was very impressed by this when I was eight.
1: <laughs> I, I
0: always wanted to get one of
1: those personalized books, but they, my parents would not spring for it, so.
0: Oh, well, uh, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe some, maybe you should get it for Father's Day one year. <laughs> I yes, I guess it's a little too late now. I've got a book with my picture on the cover. It. I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> I've already got one. I mean, it occurs to me, too, that the personalization feature of these books is basically what we do with our visual novels, with letting people name all the characters and stuff like that. Quite similar. Yeah. Although, in that case, you're not necessarily naming everything after yourself, although you could. I think we'll call it here.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. For a five
0: minute podcast, so it'll be great. Yeah. Unless, is there anything else you want to talk about?
1: I'm, I'm I, game. What you I, got for me? I, I couldn't think of anything. I got no video game uh, stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, are you, have you been playing any games lately, Michael? Nope. Nothing new. No. no. have not gotten to touch. <laughs> I, I, I
1: think I did um, Lost Lands The Wanderer, which is the last game in the Lost Lands series um, mm-hmm. that I hadn't played. So now I've played all of them. Hooray, and then that's it. I've got no plans to play games for the rest of the summer, I don't think.
0: Um, I finished Mother 3, I forget if I had finished that last month, uh, and I stopped playing a VR game because it was bad. (laughs) Controls didn't work, and it was just a collection of boring mini games anyway. Uh, And other than that, I've been playing D&D, like I mentioned earlier today, and uh, the board game Gloomhaven, uh, which rules... Did I already say that I unlocked a character uh who is a a doctor and fights things with a bone saw? That's <laughs> a bone saw that that that's an
1: actual thing. That's why they call the <laughs> doctor Bones in a uh, Star Trek, right?
0: Oh, I didn't know that. It's it's kind of fun because so um I think I mentioned each character is randomly paired with a like lifetime goal that they're trying to achieve. So, uh the goal that my character with this bone saw uh drew was that uh something about how he he, he lives in the forest and he's trying to protect it and you have to do all these missions in this specific area of the map. So my headcanon is that he uses the saw both on bones and trees. Okay. <laughs> it amuses me. All right. I think that about does it for this month's episode. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Paul M. Franzen, and Michael is at ArgoFumph, spelled exactly as it sounds. Uh, you can check out all of our games on PC and occasionally on console, or just visit Orock.com for the complete library. Our theme song is by Fifth Avenue. You can check them out on SoundCloud. And finally, if you have any questions about game development or our games specifically, we'd love to hear them. Email them to podcast at Orock.com. Anything you'd like to add, Michael? Nah, I can't think of anything. Yeah. Kind of a low energy month for us, it seems like.
1: Yeah, well. Bye everyone. Bye.
0: <laughs> story will be told. Go!
1: I will say any
0: cowboy thing your little heart desires.